Good. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be breathing. We ready to get started? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, no. It's a pleasure. Let's get it going then. Hello, everyone. I'm Joseph Roberson, a.k.a. Professor Joe of both King Talk Podcast and the Professor Joe Show. And you are currently listening to King Talk, our unapologetic and transparent discussion on any and all issues related to youth sports. If there's something you would like to hear discussed, feel free to shoot us a message or drop us a line at King Talk Podcast on IG. That's King Talk Podcast, one word on IG, or on Facebook at King Talk Podcast. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and a host of other platforms as well. Jack, is that you walking? Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm sitting at the kitchen table. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Maybe that's grace. I'm not sure. Okay, but today is April 3rd, 2020, and we are living through some unprecedented ex- uh, experience for many of us, and therefore we have a lot to talk about. And it's our honor and esteemed privilege to have daily news writer Jack Paulin with us. So welcome, Jack. We appreciate you for making some time with us. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, glad to be here. Not a lot going on on uh, television or out in the community. So uh, great to talk some sports. Yeah, hey, look, I appreciate that. You know, it's so odd you say that. I've been looking on some social media, looking at different memes about where people are at right now with this quarantine just showing some of the crazy activities. So, you know, I, I find it entertaining to see what we experience when there's no sports to tune into. Yeah, you pe- know? people are getting really creative on uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, videos online. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of fun to see some of the different things out there, people, people getting creative. Yeah, hey, I missed my calling. I'm I'm 47 on going on 48, so so my response is a little exercise and additional naps. I've <laughs> lost that little urge to, to uh, figure out some other creative physical activities to engage in. But uh, <laughs> hey, that that being said, I, I tried to do my research before we began today, Jack. And one of the things I saw um, looking you up is you're you're listed as a daily news writer, and it, it, you didn't list yourself as a sports writer. Is there any particular reason? Do you just choose to envision yourself in a broader sense of, of being a writer? or Because I want just to make sure I see that as uh, accurately. No, no, no. Actually, you know, I'm, I'm really mainly, mainly a sports writer, uh, you know, focus, uh-huh. focusing primarily on the high school scene, uh, preps and youth. Um, and, gotcha. uh, you know, not sure wh- where you look certain things or research certain things, but uh, I, I did write for the Daily News for a long, long time. Uh, haven't gotcha, been, gotcha. Haven't, haven't been there for a couple of years, but okay, uh, okay. You know, still do writing for CaliforniaPreps.com, uh, freelancing for gotcha. the, the Ventura County Star, and a couple other uh, publications. And uh, we're starting okay. up a, a new platform, uh, Silver Waves Media, uh, which should be launching next week, and uh, we'll we'll really be getting into some heavy stuff, uh, writings and, and rankings and videos and, uh, interviews and all kinds of stuff. So, um, you know, oh, gotcha. a lot gotcha. of, a lot of things, a lot of things going on, but, but yeah, just really primarily high school sports, high school preps. Um, gotcha. so, yeah. So what you're telling me is my Google search is antiquated and I need to get up with the times, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We gotta get, we gotta get a, we gotta get a refresh on the, uh, <laughs> 
on the pa- the pollen uh, work train. I got you. My browser is a little behind the times, is <laughs> what you're telling me, Jack. No, so, no, um, you're just pulling up, you know, great, great stuff from from back in the day. Gotcha. Hey, look, I like the way you frame things. Perspective is everything. Perspective (laughs) is everything. Hey, now, one of the things um, that we generally I've always been inclined to talk with young athletes about is uh, and parents as well. Sometimes there's this fixation on athletics, um, you know, without truly a vision of some of the benefits of participating in youth athletics, some of the long term benefits. And, you know, especially as it relates to career outcomes. So what I just want to ask is, did, did you have a background yourself in youth athletics? And did that lead in any way to your transition into uh, writing about youth in high school sports? Oh, yeah, sports? you know, a- absolutely. I mean, I was a sports fan, you know, from from the time I was little growing up and just all my experiences uh, playing youth sports, playing in, in the rec leagues, uh, do, doing a little travel stuff. And then playing, gotcha. high, you know, playing high school, um, that all led me back to I knew I wanted to do something in sports, work in sports, um, you know. So all all of those experiences that that's why you know it's real important to hammer home. It doesn't matter if you're the best guy out there, if you're the n- not not the most talented kid out there. If you just love sports, you can right. find an avenue. To, to, to build yourself, to do something in the sports field. It's not just about being the best guy on the football field, the best guy in the basketball court, the best guy in the baseball diamond. Um, you know, there's so many avenues to go into business, writing, uh, sports agent. So, you know, and the list goes on. I appreciate you sharing that. Hey, what, uh, what sports did you play in high school? Were you a multiple sport athlete or? Oh, yeah, I played uh, basketball, football, and baseball at uh, Montclair Prep in the early 90s. Oh, wow. Okay, and, gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, so, you know, basketball is my, my main love, and, uh, you know, football and baseball are, are right behind it. Was there any pressure when you were playing that you, you had to choose one particular sport, or at that time was there still um, an affinity to letting people, you know, just participate in everything they wanted to and be multi-sport athletes? Yeah, no, there, there, there wasn't a lot of pressure on me. Um, I, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, the, the game changer, uh, you know, okay. some, some of these kids are. So actually at my school, which was a small private school, uh, we had a great athletic program, but it was a small school. So um, they encouraged the, the multi-sport athlete and, um, you know, they needed, they needed all the best athletes to play all year round to help every team. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm familiar with a couple people out of the legacy of Montclair Prep. I believe the one of the people I'm most familiar with on a personal level is um, Eli Swinton. A- absolutely, um, who yeah, left absolutely. There. Yeah, yeah. Eli so was Eli was uh, one one year behind me. Uh, great football player. Went to Stanford. Uh, had a little, you know, cup of coffee with some NFL teams, and uh, yeah, he's still yeah. he's still in the neighborhood helping out at uh, Sierra Canyon with their training. Right, right. He, 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 I, I really appreciate his energy level, Jack. I always let him know, like, I really envy you. I, I, I look up to him. I hold him in high regard. And at the same time, I'm not delusional. So in, in no way am I trying to match his energy with the work I see him putting in with a lot of young athletes in the community, also over at the factory. Oh, absolutely. Eliel's got just endless enthusiasm, great energy. 
positive guy, you know, so that, that's the type, those are the type of guys, type of coaches that, that kids want to be around. Right, right. Who also emphasize, uh, again, I, I also appreciate that he emphasizes that, okay, what sports uh, and participation in sports can be used as a conduit to what? Right. Everyone doesn't have to think that the only outcomes is life as a professional athlete. But what are the things we can utilize, the lessons we can learn um, that become uh, that transition into other fields of life as well? Yeah. Well, no, no. One hundred percent. You're dead, dead on on that. You, you hit the nail on the head. Hey, so a couple of things I wanted to ask you, um, one in relationship to what we're seeing today, I um I find these to be some unprecedented times, even for myself. I think the um, the greatest thing I had went through, you know, at some period of my life uh, on a real societal level that made me have some concern for what normalcy would look like uh, was 9-11. And that was following uh, my career. So I was a young adult at the time. Uh, and oh, an adult, look at me, I'm trying to give myself a couple of years. I was an adult at the time. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to hide some things in there, Jack. I'm trying to hide some things in there. Um, <laughs> but but it really it distressed me a little and made me wonder how things would move forward. And so me working with young athletes now, what are your thoughts about what we're experiencing now and, and what implications does that have for for sports moving forward, whether it's, you know, specifically for like the senior athletes, right, senior high school athletes who just had their spring seasons canceled in certain sports or athletes who would be going on their recruiting visits and making decisions about where to go right now. Yeah, this, this is definitely, you know, unprecedented times. So, uh, you know, everybody's kind of, kind of doing things on the fly and, you know, thinking of, of ways to help themselves. And, um, right. you know, th this is, a, this hasn't really, this is kind of uncharted water. So, you know, the best thing to do is, is to obviously, you know, stay in shape, uh, keep trying right, to do right. workouts on your own individual workouts at home. You want to keep your body and your mind going as though you were, you know, in a season, um, you know, practice makes perfect. So there's nothing wrong with just practicing. And, um, you know, you want to, you want to have good relationships with, with, if, if you're being recruited, you know, you want to reach out to college coaches, um, you know, you have their cell phone numbers, you have their emails, Twitter handles, um, you know, post stuff about how you're doing. Uh, make sure you're sending it off to whoever's recruiting you. You, you want to stay in touch. You want you want to you want to be seen and be heard, you know, even if you can't, you know, uh, uh, leave the house. <laughs> there, there's plenty right, of ways right. to stay in touch and plenty of ways to communicate. So um, the technology becomes even more important. At, at this time. So all is not lost. Then. All is not lost. No, no, definitely not. Because, you know, most, most of these guys, you know, already have a good handle, you know, most of the recruiters and coaches uh, have a good handle on, on what, what, what they're doing, what, what they want. And, uh, you know, we're blessed to be in a day and age where, you're just a click away. You're just a phone call away. You're just a, a tweet away, a post, you know, away from connecting. So there should right, be no, right. there should be no, um, there should be no drop down in communication. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, now for those who were seniors involved in spring sports, so perhaps like baseball who won't 
you know, as it looks now, likely aren't going to play their seasons. How, how do those athletes create opportunities for themselves, especially if they hadn't already generated interest, but they had maybe option to be that, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, maybe that breakout star or at least establish themselves this year as being uh, scholarship worthy or yeah. at least walk on opportunity worthy. What do they do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that that's that's it, that's a real tough one. Um, it, it's unfortunate um, that they don't get the, the real opportunity to to shine through and, and you know, prove themselves. Um, but, you know, kind of like I said before, you, you want to you know, take some videos of you uh, working out, training, practicing, you know, uh, some highlight videos, um, you know, keeping keep constant communication, you know, post stuff, uh, make sure you're getting, you know, little things out about yourself um, because it, it's, it's going the same way. It's hard for the colleges to recruit properly. So uh, you might, you might get lucky if uh, right. you know a certain coach right. or a certain school needs needs a certain fit, and they kind of see see something online or social media that you know they might just take a chance on. The, 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 there's going to be a lot of kids who get uh, an opportunity, you know, sort of like sight unseen. Uh, just right. you know, right. hey, hey, man, you know, we we kind of know about you. We saw some things. Um, you know, we got a spot here late. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna throw it your way, type of thing. So. The, the whole the whole key is communication. Right. Right. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, too, because that's the reality. We want to keep people motivated, right. um, keep them feeling positive, because despite the fact that this is uh, perhaps an adverse moment for many of us, the reality is, you know, life is going to be adverse. So you have to kind of choose the perspective of how can I make something positive happen out of it? How can I seize an opportunity? So the irony is there may be some people walking out of this situation with opportunities that may not have had those previously or right. under different circumstances, you know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the wild, wild West out there right now. Right. Right. And now you mentioned you went to Montclair prep, which is a small private school. So, you know, myself, I work with a lot of community athletes and, um, you know, one of the things I've mentioned or, you know, at talking with different community college coaches, as it relates to recruiting, uh, especially from, you know, the Southern Cal area, I'll say even, let me use the, the Valley, um, out where Sierra Canyon is, Montclair Prep, these other institutions. Um, I've heard coaches mention like, oh yeah, I won't really recruit there because there's no way I'll get any athletes from there. And, and I've always kind of looked at that like, oh, why, why concede? that a uh, right. youth athlete from a uh, prestigious small private school, which obviously we understand that the small private schools, just from an academic standpoint, parents usually want their student athletes to go there and student athletes want to go there with the hope of going directly to a university. Right. However, at the same time, if they desire enough to still give themselves an opportunity in lieu of, uh, perhaps they didn't get the scholarship opportunity they want coming out of high school, do you see community colleges as viable opportunities for, especially uh, young athletes coming out of these small, prestigious private schools? Oh, you know, absolutely. The uh, if if some of the kids and the parents at private schools would, you know, for lack of a better term, get off get off their high horse and uh, really understand, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with the junior college route. 
And in a lot of right. instances, it could be, you could be a lot better off two years down the line. So it might not be the sexiest, you know, opportunity. It might not be the popular choice, right. but right. Um, talk about, you know, two, two, a year or two years uh, getting your AA, doing well, putting up some good numbers. And, uh, you know, then you're like almost assured of kind of like going anywhere you want, uh, d- right. you know, division one wise. So, I mean, the JC route's a great, great, great opportunity. Um, you know, it's, it's totally tailored, um, y- you know, for, for, for kids, um, who, who need, you know, like, uh, a, 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 just like a, a certain environment, uh, you know, maybe not, not so much of a pressure situation. It's like, you know, c- come here and, and take care of your business and then you'll be on right, your way, right. you know? Gotcha. Hey, I even think um, for myself, I've suggested to young athletes to even consider if you're going the community college route, perhaps even gray shirting, remaining part-time, mm-hmm. um, especially for those who weren't qualifiers for academic reasons, getting, right. getting your academic uh, feet up under you, perhaps gray shirting, using one year of eligibility and perhaps having four years to play three at the university. Yeah. Uh, but one of the other th- things I see pe- parents do is they want to send their kids so far away, um, almost because of a stigma, like, well, okay, if he didn't get this scholarship opportunity, I don't want him to stay local and play. Right. So again, you mentioned that high horse, almost based on ego, instead of letting the kids remain local and still had that family support and be able to compete. So that's kind of something I've seen. Yeah. A, a trend that I think is somewhat unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's just unfortunate, you know, you, you have a lot of kids and families that, you know, well-to-do private schools. So, you know, they feel at the end of the road, if, if you're not going to away to school to Michigan or Wisconsin, Miami or Texas or Colorado or wherever it may be, you know, then, then they feel like, you know, uh, the, the past, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years wasn't worth it. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Instead and, of, and I can understand that. I can understand that from one perspective. Right. Cause of that tuition. Right. But from another perspective, I, I yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from. Cause I but, agree. But with, you know, you know, the JC route is so great because of the agreement with the UC system, where if you earn your your AA degree in two years, you're at the top of the line. You you, you have yeah. to get in. They have to take you. <laughs> Which is quite a blessing. Right. That that that's an unbelievable blessing because it's super hard to get in. But if you go to a JC and you do take care of your business within two years, y- you can go there. <laughs> and create a blessing for yourself. And create a blessing for yourself. Correct. Uh, hey, I hope people. I hope people are willing to listen to you, Jack, because they, they ain't been listening to me, Jack. They ain't listening to me. <laughs> li- and, and I think part of my perspective is someone who um, I actually went to high school in the uh, upstate. We refer to it as upstate, but it's really like Western New York er- uh, area in Buffalo. And one of the things I've noted about, um, and again, I don't want necessarily the whole discussion, but you know, I, my observations of the San Fernando Valley in particular um, that I've just found to be so amazing. And then I could extend that out to the perimeter communities or the peripheral communities around the valley, whether I'm going out towards Santa Clarita or Glendale, La Cunada, going to all these different areas. Is I, I was very amazed um, with observing the commitment to youth sports out here. 
It's, it's not something I had witnessed before ever in my life. Yeah. And so sometimes I, I don't think, I think sometimes people um, perhaps born and raised here or so immersed in the community fail to really see the beautiful opportunities uh, being out here, whether it's institutions like now uh, Sierra Canyon getting national recognition. But I mean, I could just run down a litany of uh, even the smaller schools, whether it's Crespi, Harvard, Westlake, uh, Alamany, um, whether I'm going up to five freeways, whether again, we're going out towards uh, the Glendale area and I look at St. Francis. Uh, I mean, I just see so many institutions and even if we talk about public schools, there's some having um, just a great deal of success right now yeah. in various sports. And sometimes I don't know. What's your thought process about that? Do you see the the rich culture of youth athletics and sports in the Valley? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you go back 30 years, uh, 25, 30 years ago, and things are things aren't nearly what they are today because you know, all, all of the, all of the kid, like me, when I, when I was a kid growing up in the eighties and the early nineties, um, we didn't have the opportunity, we didn't have the opportunity and the social media and the reach of communication that you have today. So you see a lot of, a lot of parents now who grew up, who, who see the opportunities that are out there, the chance, the, the chance to play college sports is so much greater for everybody because the reach is so great across the country now. Um, you right, could have a really right. good player 25 years ago, a really good high school player, and um, he, he wasn't, you know, he wouldn't get a scholarship or he wouldn't get, be recruited because that reach wasn't there. Well, the reach is there now with, with, with the, the internet and social media and, and everything else. And so that's why you've seen all of all of these things pop up club teams everywhere events every weekend leagues everywhere showcases camps clinics um yeah. th there's a huge market for that because everybody thinks uh they have a possible chance to to move on and, and play college sports and get an education and there's some real truth to that because um it's not all about division one there's division two II, division three yes Yes. And, and junior college option. So, um, you know, that that's what it is. That That's the difference between 25, 30 years ago and today. The, the reach is so much greater for everybody. In large part based on technology, huh? A absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? When you mentioned the different divisions now, what's your thought about that? So when I came out of community college, I had the blessings at that time of uh, CSUN still having a football team. And uh, it was just uh, such a blessing in my life to be able to go in there and compete as a student athlete. And but if I really look at it, the truth is, I never told myself that's where I want to go. I, of course, I um, like anyone else. So since I was playing football, I was like, hey, I want to be at the best university in the nation for linebackers. And then, you know, my opportunity presented itself at CSUN. And I just had such a wonderful experience. It led to me being able to complete an advanced degree there, um, in part based on the uh, financial resources related to my scholarship. And looking back on it, I began to marvel that despite what my aspirations were, CSUN was just such a wonderful opportunity. But at the time, it's what we formerly referred to as a Division I AA school. Right. And so I can't pretend like, oh, that, that was my goal. 
But I know student athletes who, and again, I understand everyone has to uh, initially tell themselves, hey, I want to be this Division One athlete. But when I look back on it, I can accept that, no, I was a Division One AA athlete. That's what right. I was. Right. That was, and that's where I could excel. Uh, what, what's your thoughts? What would you say to students who those, you know, perhaps again because of ego, them and their parents don't take seriously uh, options for Division Two, Division Three, the NAIA schools? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a total short-sighted mistake to, you know, just just focus on D one and I want to be at this level and and this status and and you know. That that's just that's just that's just you know short sighted. You're you're cutting off uh, so many great opportunities and options. And let's be clear. Let's be totally honest. Um, you know, only point zero zero one percent of all you know people that play sports make the pros. So I tell right. I tell a lot of these junior high and high school kids that I deal with, you are playing sports to go to school. You're not yes. going to school to play sports. You've got to change. You got to change the mentality. Use athletics to get your education paid for. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't right. matter Most if definitely. it's D. It doesn't matter if it's D one, D two, D three. The D three experience might be even better than your D one experience. <laughs> yeah, depending on the institution, very much so. Right. Very much so. There's a couple of student athletes who um so. When I played at CSUN, some of the institutions we played were Northern Arizona University, Montana, Montana State, Portland State, Eastern Washington. Right. And so uh, my, my son is over at uh, Crespi. So mm-hmm. when uh, Kyle Owens was leaving there and got a scholarship to Montana, I was thinking to myself, like, I wonder if, if this individual knows or if people know what a great university experience is going to be. participating as a student athlete somewhere like Montana. And I think there was another young, uh, a local young man. Was it the young man from St. Francis or something? No, not St. Francis, or maybe Alamany, who's going to be going to Montana as well. And I was just thinking, I'm not certain about that, but I'm just thinking that's what I had heard. And I was just thinking, like, I don't know if they're really aware what a great university experience that will be that will no doubt rival what some people are experiencing at uh, Division I institutions. Still with me, Jack? Hello? Yep, still with me? Yeah, sorry about that. I forgot to hit the do not disturb. Oh, no, that's okay. Man. Hey, look, I'm popular just to get a moment of your time, man. I consider that a blessing. I know no. people looking for you. Hey, especially don't, don't. if they're not, if they say what? Don't, don't, don't feed my ego. My, my wife's laughing. <laughs> Oh, oh, hey, I hear. Hey, watch this though. Is the wife though the one who produced this amazing? You got to understand when I'm looking at your social media, I started seeing the food too, Jack. Oh, I saw yeah. the food, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, are you really eating that healthy? You really eat that healthy? I, I actually, the, the past couple of weeks, I am. I got my my wife's on me. Uh, you know, I got to have my salad and fruits and veggies. So <laughs> for dinner, though, huh? For dinner? Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got to. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, look, one of us might come out looking better from that. So I got to get on my grind. <laughs> hey, which also leads me to this, though. Watch this. A lot of student athletes, uh, you know, my, my father does some coaching as well. And one of the things I've realized working with athletes over time is you find some who um, truly have a passion for the sport. Right. right. But don't necessarily have a support system. Right. Um, or the work ethic. Right. Right. And then you have some who 
you know, they have a support system, but not the work ethic and passion. The reason that came to mind just now talking about observing the, the food you had posted on social media is that's something else that I, I see. I wish more athletes could understand sooner than later where yeah. nutrition and taking care of your body really factors in. Oh, Talk yeah. to us about that. Man. I mean, I mean, absolutely. I'm, I'm not one to, to really preach or, or uh, speak, speak on it, but uh, you know, I, I love my, uh, love my steaks and potatoes, but um, you know, it, the, the sooner you get into the nutrition part, um, you're just going to have so much more success. And I would really, you know, say, try and start that in your junior high years. It's, it's really tough with kids, you know, cause they want to eat a lot of sugar. Um, but, yeah. but if the kids, if the kids can get disciplined and start on that in their junior high years, it's going to pay so many dividends down the road just as far as from a performance level, energy level, you know, clear head, uh, fatigue uh, won't be there. So, you know, um, you know, I'm not an expert or anything like that, but, you know, cut out the sugar, cut out the, the, the carbs, um, you know, low fat plant protein based diets is I, I would imagine would, would help greatly for athletics. Yeah, I don't know if everybody's going to end up eating the way you or Wolfson is eating. I saw the top five dinner options he had the other day. I don't know if all of us – hey, some of us are starch people, man. Some of us <laughs> like those potatoes. Uh, but, hey, but we we shall heed your counsel that it would likely be better to stay away from that, huh? Right, right. We shall heed your counsel. Hey, let me ask you about uh, who you see, especially uh, at some of the schools we were just talking about, that what athletes should we be keeping an eye on right now? I noticed you talked about, um, and I enjoyed seeing that too, uh, LMU making yeah. some offers to some of the young prospects locally. And yeah. I thought that would be so cool if there was a group of kids who just decided to all go to a school like LMU and get them back on the map. Who should we yeah. be looking out for, though? Well, um, around around the, the San Fernando Valley area, um, you know, there, there's a lot of talented kids uh, coming back next year, uh, the next couple of years. Uh, you got KJ Simpson over at Chaminade. Um, yeah, that's a special athlete. He's yeah, special. he he's special. You know, D one guy, uh, maybe a Pac twelve guy. Um, you've got you you've got Kyle Freelow at Heritage Christian. Uh, there's Sky mm -hmm. Clark at Heritage Christian. Um, he he might be transferring to another state, so we're waiting to hear on on him. You've got Amari Bailey at Sierra Canyon. Uh, they got the seven foot kid from China, uh, uh, Harold. Right, Yu. right. Yeah, uh, Adam Hinton at at Harvard Westlake. Um, there's a lot of talented talented kids in in the area. Uh, there's a really good shooter at Alamany, uh, Nico Ponce. He's a sophomore. Notre Dame and Sherman Oaks has got some kids. Uh, ben Stolzberg uh, has been scoring a lot of points as a sophomore this past year. Um, you know, and uh, some really good freshmen too. Uh, Dusty Stromers at Notre Dame. Uh, you know, you got LeBron's boy at, at Sierra Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Harvard Westlake's got a couple young kids uh, as well. Jacob Huggins. And um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a talented couple young men. Hey, just because my son over there, I got to throw Crespi's name in there too. Oh, they yeah. got a couple hogs who will be coming up. They got oh. a couple hogs who. Yeah, I forgot about I forgot about Jason Dorsey. Um, Mike Price is a freshman. Uh, turning, yeah, turning yeah. heads over there. I like Crespi's team coming back next year. They got five, six guys coming back with with some experience yeah, they, now. 
a nice set of athletes. Yeah, don't get me in trouble, man. You can't forget to throw Crespi in there, man. Yeah, yeah, no. Also, I was thinking, uh, what about um, Birmingham making another run at it, too? Yeah, Bir- Birmingham in the city section. They got Corey Cofield uh, coming back. And, and just like you mentioned, he was offered by LMU. Um, and, and David Elliott, uh, uh, he's a junior. He'll be a senior, a really good shooter, uh, getting better Brian and better. Yeah, so Birmingham should be right there. And um, uh, Taft, uh, right down the street from Hughes, they got uh, Ramel Lloyd. He's one of the, the better sophomores in the state. So, um, yeah, the city section's got a couple kids out here. Hey, is there an accumulation? And I may, you know, of course, I'm going to be a little um, biased towards the Valley in that sense because I've benefited so much since moving out here. And uh, and then at the same time, is there that level of accumulation of talent in other places as well? Or oh, yeah. is this something as a rarity? No, no. I mean, you know, the San Fernando Valley is pretty pretty big swath of area so yeah de- a lot of talent but you go down to the south bay area um you know and you got you got some real good kids down there um okay redondo union westchester st bernard long beach poly losinger um you know there's nothing wrong with the south bay area nothing wrong with the long beach area um there's nothing wrong with the pasadena area so it's you know it's really southern california um, has got just just talent in in you know every city every town. Hey, do you think people out here really appreciate that? Again, I think no. these, being from back east, uh, you know, <laughs> basketball is a basketball at least is a religion where I'm from. It's not even a sport, right? It's a religion, right? So I, I don't think sometimes again as I've come out here, but I never saw an investment in youth sports the way I have. Of course. I'm talking like 35 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but now, just the extent of it now, sometimes I just don't know if people here get it, the beauty and the blessing of it. You, you know, I think, I, think, I think people do when you sit down and they think about it or you, you bring it up and you, mm. know, you, you make them think about it. But everything's so crazy and fast moving and hustle and bustle out here. I think we, you know, I, I think a lot of people are just, you know, they take it for granted a little just don't stop to think about it. So I see, I see your, I see what you're saying. Um, you know, it, 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 it is a little, you know, there's a lot of other things going on in Southern California, Los Angeles. So it, it's tough to, to not appreciate everything that we have. Right. Yeah. Real life, real life. It, 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 it's tough right. to, it's tough to appreciate, you know, w- what we have. We've got to stop sometimes and pause and really think, you know, Hey, there's some great things out here. Great opportunity. You know, let me, let me, let me give it the respect it deserves. Right. Hey, now I, the irony, the irony, as you mentioned that we have to stop and pause Yeah. that um, despite it being an adverse moment and this not necessarily being a favorable way for that take to take place. Yeah. Um, sometimes the, the beauty of struggle in life and adversity is it causes you to stop and take inventory. Yeah, that's kind of I think what this moment has done on a societal level, if not a global level, has caused us to, to you know stop and take inventory of our lives and really develop some appreciation for what we have access to. Yeah, you know? yeah, one one I, I, one million percent. <laughs> you you hit it right on the nail right there. Hey, right, so let me ask you, um, you know, as we prepare to wrap up, Jack. Yeah. What are your thoughts based on your background? So I appreciate the humility that you've spoken with 
And at the same time, um, you know, you, you are to be regarded as an expert by some defining of it as it relates to youth sports, at least, and, and high school that. sports and prep sports in the local area. What, what feedback would you give people? If, you could, if there's one, something you could leave um, with people who were listening that was meaningful and you had this one opportunity where you was like, you know what, I should have made sure people understood that. What would you want either parents or, um, or young athletes or, you know, or whether and young in the broad term? Um, or, or even coaches, what would you think would be something like, hey, this is something y'all need to understand about this opportunity or this environment or whatever the case may be? Yeah, just to just to, you know, count your blessings, um, you know, realize how, how lucky we are to, to live where we are. Re- realize that this is going to this is going to pass at some point. Um, you know, hard times are, are happening right now. Hard times are ahead of us. But to to you know, just, just really like stop and pause and reflect and, and can't count the blessings that you, you have in your life, your family, your friends, um, you know, everybody's going to help each other. Um, you, you know, the best thing you can do right now is help others because when, when you help others, you're going to get help in return. So as bad as you think things are, or, you know, how crazy things are scary, you know, these are scary times. Just, just realize that, the, the, the best thing you can do is, is just, you know, try and try and calm yourself down and help others that are less fortunate than you, because it's going to come back to you. It's going to come back to you. Um, you, you know, one thing I heard on the television last night and, and it, it was, it was actually a pretty cool thing. Uh, cheer. The, the best thing to do to cheer yourself up is cheer somebody else up. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know, send somebody else some cheer that needs some cheering, and and that's going to help you. The best thing to do for yourself is 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 make somebody else's day a little bit better, and then and then you're going to feel better about what's going on, the circumstances are around, uh, you know, in your situation, and 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 just realize everybody's in the same situation. It, it it's real easy to think, oh, I'm the only one that's getting hurt here, or or I could be the only one not able to you know, pay this bill or anything. That's not true. Everybody's going through stuff. Everybody's going through stuff and, and don't, you know, don't look at everything uh, online and social media. You know, everybody puts the best things out there. Everybody's got some issues, got some problems, you know, and, and not to get down on yourself or your situation and, and get out there and, and just try and help others. Cause, cause it'll come back to, to you. Hey, that's a great perspective and insightful words of wisdom. We appreciate you, Jack. I almost started laughing because you reminded me how one of my concerns with social media now um, in terms of how it affects people's feelings of self-efficacy yeah. and thoughts about themselves. Uh, you're right. Everyone represents the best yeah. on social media. Right. And it concerns me to the extent that I almost feel at times that people are content um, to not have things in order in their actual life yeah. as long as they can represent it a certain way on social media. Yeah. And, you know, and that's something that concerns me because eventually we all have to live in the realm of reality, you know? Yes. Yes. One, 1,000%. 1, and, you know, we're, we're all guilty of it. We want to put on the best face and, and, you know, act like things are, everything's perfect and all of that. But, everybody's got some problems. Everybody's got some issues to deal with. So, you know, don't, don't think that everybody else has everything great 
and and you're the only one who's down. We're we're all in the same boat. We're all in this together. Thank you. Great words. And that kind of makes me, as a last note, reflect on myself. I was kind of feeling good about my nutrition the other night. And then I logged on to go over your stuff and saw what you was eating. And I was like, oh, man, look what he's representing on social media. So what you're really trying to tell me is after you've posted that picture, you really went and ate some other stuff, too. huh? Right, right. I, I, I ran out the house and grabbed the double Western bacon cheeseburger from Carl's. <laughs> hey, make me feel better, Jack. There make you me go. Feel- Jack. Pictures of strawberries, a nice clean salad, apple slices. You're killing me, man. You're killing me. You're killing me. Man. Hey, we appreciate you very much. We won't take up any more of your time, no, but we appreciate you making some time to to talk with us and share your insights. We trust all as well with you and your family, Jack. It's an honor and privilege to have you speak with us. Uh, And we hope you stay safe out there. Be well. And then. Once we're all out and moving, we look forward to seeing your face at local events and making us feel like someone is watching us and getting our names out there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, Appreciate you guys uh, giving me a little forum here to talk and uh, you guys, uh, you know, listening out there. And uh, it was great to be with you. Love to be back at at some point. And uh, yeah, when things get... uh, you know, a little, a little better out there and hopefully events start coming back and all the kids are playing again. Uh, it's going to be a great time. There you go. There you have it. Hey, everybody listening. We, we thank you. And you just heard two Kings talking, Jack, be safe out there. Everyone be safe out there until next time. Thank you. Take care. You too.